Welcome all to this week's episode. Today on Blank Music is for me. We welcome C-Clip, an artist that comes all the way from Oregon, the U.S. I first heard this uh, rapper on an Instagram live stream, and his style is very smooth. Hey, C-Clip. guys? How's it going? Hey, hey. So, C-Clip, please tell us a bit about yourself. So, I'm from Oregon. Uh, I started making music when I was 16. Uh, I grew up. I didn't necessarily grow up. I was... I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Well, not necessarily Cleveland. I'm from uh, Junction City, Ohio. And I was born in Cleveland, but also, uh, yeah, I started making music. Uh, just I had a hard, I was growing up around drugs and alcohol and my dad was using, my mom was using and cops in and out the house. And I got taken away from my parents when I was three years old. And because of uh, drugs, uh, my mom called the the federal agents on my dad and i had swat team at my house and all this and that and you know i was growing up i was always i got adopted when i was six and uh you know i was in foster care until i was six and i got adopted when i was six and uh i've just always had a passion for music growing up like when i was three years old i had a little blues clues mic and i was running around the house spitting karaoke off the tv and it was just it, I re, i've always had a passion my dad's from orange county california and it's just always had a passion for west coast music and it's just always been my thing so like uh, i just always love music and uh, after my high school career i thought uh, i was not going to do music anymore i went to school to be a uh, uh detective and i wow. thought it was going wood going, going really it's going really good passing all my classes and boom i hit I started using and I went down here. So then again, I picked up music again and I brought it to life. And now this is where I'm at today. I am currently uh, working with G Williams Entertainment as my manager. Um, And yeah, I just had my first performance uh, beginning of March and everything's going really well. And I'm really happy on where this is going. So good. Wow. (laughs) What a, what a path. eh? So yes. If you could give us a definition of what is the genre that you specialize in specifically, what would it be? Uh, it's more or less my life and what I've I've been through. So I'd be I'd be singing about my my family history, like what I'm feeling, like what happened in my childhood past, but also something that people can enjoy. I don't really like music where rappers are saying, oh, I'm going to shoot this person and shoot that person. You know, I like something that (laughs) we're going to sit down and enjoy. It's the time it's 2021, this coronavirus. People don't want to hear about people getting shot and killed. There's already enough people that have died from coronavirus. And I just feel like uh, I should be making music that is uh, enjoyable for people of all types of music. And so that's what I'm working on. So it's it's mostly like... It's it's a hundred percent rap, or is there more of, of singing? What kind of like? Uh, it's half and half, about 50 Okay, so you'd say you're a singer, songwriter, and rapper. Correct. Cool. Okay, so what world or experience are you trying to create in your music for your audience? I'm trying to create uh, like a world where. You could sit down in the backyard and turn on C-Clip and you could just grab your drink and sip and enjoy what you're hearing. And that's where I'm kind of aiming towards. But also I'm aiming towards like 
music where it's hype where you can like get up on stage and people can bob their heads and like oh, okay okay i like Bosh, it. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and so that's that's kind of where i'm at right now but yeah okay so tell us a bit about um your environment like where you grew up and how you express music where you live currently right now so i grew up in a, a small town called junction city ohio and uh, I lived there till I was about three. So necessarily not grew up, but I was I was born there and I lived there till I was about three. And it was very stressful. You know, I've experienced drugs and alcohol. I was three years old and I was hitting a hookah off the dinner table. And so uh, it was very, very, very different. It's not something that people would like like to hear but you know that's that's kind of what i grew up as and i grew up in the hood of ohio and now i'm down here in central oregon bend oregon located to be exact and i'm living out here and uh it's kind of the slums of oregon i live on the south side and i'm just kind of in these trailer parks is where i'm at right now and you know it's it's kind of an old folks area like uh Hispanic, you know, a lot of, it's really quiet though. And I like that. And nobody knows I'm out here and, you know, I could, I get my work done and I have my own home studio in my house and I just work every day. So I go to work, I landscape besides I do music. So I do landscaping and then I come home and I work until about two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I do that every single day. And I just have this steady schedule and I grind and I, I get stuff done. And it's just, I really enjoy what I'm doing. Music is what I want to pursue my career. And I'm trying to get big. I'm trying to get the fame. And so far I'm doing so good. And there's a lot of people hating, but I just kind of keep them on my back and just pretend they're not there. And I there's just always going to be haters. Exactly. Exactly. There's, this, there's a saying in French, because um, where I'm from, where we speak French, it's um, you might have 10 people who hate you. No, what is it? Yeah, you have one people who will ha always hate you, but you'll always have 10 friends around you that will surround yourself. So there's always going to be more people who love you than people who hate you. Exactly. When you come with good values, when you when you make music and you grind hard, you don't care about the haters. Exactly. So, um, so tell us a bit about your show in Atlanta. You had a show. Was it um, online? Was it during the pandemic? It was uh, during the pandemic. So basically, I had it at a, a studio called Lint's Head Studio in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was my first ever performance. Uh, I had some liquid courage in me. I was really nervous to get up on stage, but you know that liquid courage solves a lot of problems. Unfortunately, <laughs> it has, as you know, it's not really good. You should just be able to get up there and perform. But I was nervous, and I thought I needed someone else up there with me. So I called up my buddy uh, Mike D Entertainment. He's uh, one of the artists down there in Atlanta, and he really inspired me to make music. And I've been listening to him and rocking with him for for a minute. Um, he's a person I hit up to contact my managers who I'm working with right now. But anyhow, it went really well. I got up there. They asked if whoever wanted to freestyle, get up on stage. And I was the first one up there. I was so excited. I, just, I laid it down. Another guy hopped up on with me and it, it went really smooth. And I was the first, first performer on stage. And so I laid my, my track down and I hopped off and 
everybody was coming up to me. Hey, man, let me get your social and this and that. And I connected and I, I social networked really well down there. And so it went really well. And I talked to my manager and I am moving to Atlanta, Georgia in June. So I will be my career. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be great for me, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to pursuing my career down there. And uh, it's how many be people were there? You know, it's big city. Uh, I would say in attendance at that show is probably ninety to hundred people. Wow. Um, okay, so, that's good for a first show. Um, really good. Yeah, for a first show, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I got some good pictures and met some really, really, really good people. I met an NBA basketball player. Uh, quite a few things and uh yeah it went really well and i really really appreciate all the people who got me to this point where i am today especially my manager g will so great um now uh i don't know if you've heard but there's this artist that also called c-clip online his name is c-clip beats um have you heard of him i have yes he is a lot bigger than i am he's working with uh, big artist, Tyga, Pushaisti, all them big ones. I have heard of them. And, you know, I really haven't hit him up or like talked to him at all. You know, I was thinking about hitting him up, be like, hey, man, like, like how, like, I, my name's C Clip too. And like, like, I'll make sure like everything's clear with that. But I, I really, I, it hasn't been an issue. You know, his is C Clip beats, mine's C Clip. So I just kind of mm-hmm. say, you know what? I looked up C clip on Google and all that comes up is C clips. Literally the clip you put yeah, on. Yeah, I like, saw that online. Yeah. And like, yeah. And why and did so, you come you know, up with I that? I just kind of went at it. Um, you know, the C stands for Carson. My name is, my real name is Carson. And so the clip is kind of just, I, when I was growing up, I, I like to take like just videos of me doing stuff. And so just little clips. And so I just kind of thought of that as like, you know, C-Clip, you know, my name's Carson, the C stands for Carson, and then the clip stands for clip. You know, growing up, I always like to take little clips and let people know what I'm doing, and that's kind of where my name kind of formed. And, you know, I I did change my name uh, once. It was Biggie Talls before uh, C-Clip, and, you know, I got uh, a lot of people saying, like, uh, you know, Biggie Smalls and this and that, like, that doesn't go well. You know, I thought about that and I and then again, I changed it and I thought of it for a second and I really brought my name to a meaning and what really represents me. And so C-Clip is where it's at. Okay, now we have the the name behind. We have the story behind that. Um, So what is the biggest realization you had in one of your songs? Um, So when I first started making music, I really didn't care about it. And I started talking about shooting this person and that person and, you know, just kind of rapping for fun. I never thought I'd go anywhere with it. And I started getting a lot of people kidding me up saying, hey, man, nobody's going to fuck with you if you're talking about this and that and drugs and this and that. And I was like, yeah, man, I I realized that. So I thought about it. I I stopped doing music for about two, two, three months. And I really just got into my head and I really realized of what kind of artist I want to be and what kind of music I want to make. And one of my songs, it's called Reach the Top. I really talk about how like the haters can hate and I want to reach the top and I want to be the great and I'm grinding for that money and I get up on that stage and like I do my thing and I'm doing music for a reason. It's not for the money. It's for the love and it's for my family. 
once I blow up, my family's coming with me, you know? So I just kind of look after as it is, you know, I'm doing music for my family, not what anybody else thinks. And so that's kind of how I put that as perspective in my music. So I guess your family is super supportive with, uh, with your music and your career. Very supportive. Very supportive. That's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of um, artists who their parents are usually like, ah, you know, we're only going to start supporting you when you're going to make money, you know? So it's hard right. for certain artists. And I've had, I've had friends fly back to me because I just went to Atlanta and I've had a lot of people hate all oh, this and that because they see me get big. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. You know, I'm doing my thing. And my parents have been right with me. You know, I haven't had anybody over at my house. I've just been locked in. Boom, doing my work, coming home every day. I got a big project dropping tomorrow, six new songs, an EP. Wow. And I'm very excited for the release. And it's got a few features on it. And I'm, I'm very, very excited. And so is my manager and so is my family. Well, it's crazy to know because um, the world is very small because on my podcast, I had recently Italia. And Talia's from Montreal. She's never been to the States. She, I don't think she's performed there. Uh, and it's funny because I, through her, I got to you and you live on the other side of the world. So it's, it's, it's good because now your music is going to get known in Canada, probably. You'll, you're you're going to have right. an audience who listens to you from here, from Montreal. And I'm, I'm currently trying to work with her. You know, I'm trying to get a female artist, my first female artist on track. And that's what my manager, one of my manager's goals was for me to get a female artist on my track and really bring people's attention. Because people like that, you know, a male and a female on a track, it really it really creates a great bond and you know people people like seeing that and so that's what i'm aiming towards right now i'm connecting with her and trying to get a song out there she'll probably be on my next album and so i'm, I'm really looking forward to working that's with good her. that's gonna be so sick i can't wait yeah. to hear it i'm excited so um what do you think about our generation and how do you capture it in your songs um on this today's generation i feel like once you say something, it's out there and people, whether it's true or false, people believe everything. And that's why I started making music where it's really true about myself and people know that it's true. And I stopped making music on stuff that's not true. And this generation, I, I really feel like it's, it's not necessarily a good generation. It's, I, I feel like it's a bad generation. The only reason I say that is because it's just, it's unhealthy. It's, it's a really unhealthy generation. And, you know, I wish I grew up on my dad's generation, you know, he's back in 78 and it's, it's, I don't know. It's just really, really unhealthy. And, but, you know, I just kind of look at it as, you know, like cut them out and do what I love doing every day. And that's what I'm doing. And so. I agree. Can you give us an example when you say that, you say that our generation is unhealthy and that we focus on the wrong things. Give us an example. Um, so for example is like, for an example, I, uh, I made a song about my life and uh, first song I dropped it and nobody really thought it was like true. Like they're like, this artist never done anything like this. And like, I don't believe anything that he's rapping about or this and that. And oh, he's rapping about oh, he used drugs back then and he dropped out and he's a cop and he, he's going to snitch because he went to college to be a detective and dropped out and this and that. And, you know, 
that's that's an example of like you know like selfish and like I'm just I just don't really like people like that you know I, I really I had a trouble I'm currently working on choosing better people to be around because I had a friend group that uh, was super supportive when I first started but when I went to Atlanta and came back they were like fuck this person I'm gonna come to his house and bust down the door and this and that and you know, I'm just, you know what, nobody's pulled up. It's, you know, they all talk behind a screen, but they never do anything in person. And, you know, that's what it, this is. That's, that's an example of this generation is everybody's behind a screen, but they never do anything in person. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of sad in a way. Yeah. Well, what do you think your music will bring to the world in general, not just your audience that's here in, in the U.S.? I think it's going to bring a lot of good vibes and uh, I'm hoping to bring up the music. Uh, I'm hoping to like build a music group here in Oregon before I leave and just kind of bring up the other artists that are here in Oregon and just realize, you know, you don't have to rap about guns and violence to get famous. You know, you can sing, you can rap, you can acapella, you can, do all sorts of things. You can be an entertainer. Mm -hmm. You don't have to rap about guns and violence and popping Sex, pills drugs and, and all yeah. that stuff. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to bring. I'm trying to bring a better picture to music. And that's what I want people to think of me as, is like a person who's really trying to create a picture to better the environment and better the society and better, you know, people's ways they look at music. And so that's, that's what I'm trying that's to That's why I love underground artists. Like we do have our popular artists and we love them. We support them. That's our inspirations. But I feel like underground artists are going to be the future generation. So we need to promote them and promote the music that's going to not teach our kids that alcohol, sex and drugs um, should be so um, gratified and loved you know right i feel it is like today it's just that in songs right. um so what are your future goals and projects with what you're creative like with what you've done and after the pandemic um so one of my goals right now is to i am working currently with g will and my goals that I've set with him are to uh, headline my own show. So be the main performer of the show. So be like the main, main, main artist on that show. And that's what I'm working for right now. I'm getting, trying to get my, my first actual music video shot. Um, hopefully uh, in June, I'm going to get that shot down there in Atlanta, Georgia and the city and just kind of have that big city environment. I, I like city, big cities, you know, I, I grew up in a small town, Bend, Oregon, and, you know, I kind of want to embrace that and grow. And, you know, that's one of my goals is to headline a show. And the other one, when this pandemic, pan, pandemic is over, I want to be able to connect with more people, do like backyard shows and, you know, do like shows downtown where the city's going to allow it. I'm not going to get busted for this. And, you know, once those masks are off, everyone's going to be happy. And it's just it's just going to be so much easier to 
do what I'm doing. But right now, as I think of it as, as like, you know, being in lockdown and like not having many stuff over, I get more time to come home and work on more projects. So when the time comes that everything opens up, I have exactly. so much to share with everyone. Oh my God. It's going to be an explosion. Everybody's going to oh, be. Oh yeah. The world's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. It's, you know, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. What scares you? Um, like music wise or just in general? Music wise and then in general. Um, music wise is like, hmm. <laughs> this is a hard question. <laughs> we, I have a reputation for that on this podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I don't really. Um, I guess I could say like. Like people, not necessarily like the haters, but like the people that are like actually like real with their their words and they actually do stuff like uh violence basically is like when people see that you're coming up and they actually pull up with a gun and be like hey like give me your money like there's stuff like that but that's like today's society and there's nothing i can really do about that but that, like that's what scares me in music but in all reality like just in general what scares me is just like I'm not a big fan of like being around a dangerous crowd and like being around guns and being around deadly drugs. And I'm just not about that, like drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not about that. And so that's that. And just in general, that's, that's kind of what scares me. Oh, well, at least if it scares you, we won't find you anywhere near that. So that's good. Exactly. You won't see my mugshot on the arrest page or nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Um, so who are the artists that inspire you or that had an impact on? So three things, melody, musicality, and lyrics. Um, Juice World really inspired me before he passed away of drugs. He really, really brought my attention to music you know he always rapped about how he was stressing about life and like what he was going through and you know when he passed because he popped all those pills on the plane and he didn't want to serve time it just really really like hurt me but then again it brought me up you know i used it as a uh uh to go go on forth type and, and not only juice row but like kevin gates machine gun kelly eminem you yeah. know, a lot of them inspired me, but uh, like for underground artists, uh, Mike D Entertainment, Xeno World, South Bandito, uh, Coda, they're all Atlanta rappers. They're underground. And, you know, I just I've listened to a lot of their music and it, it really inspires me. And I, I love what I'm doing because of them. And not only because of them, it's because of myself, you know. And so now on a more um, deeper level. Uh, on a psychological aspect, how does your music impact uh, your family and your friends and yourself? Um, my music impacts my family in a very good way. My family loves the way I, I, I make music. I'm not only they love how I'm not only a rapper, but I can sing. 
And, you know, not a lot of many people can do that. You know, one, a lot of people are either singers or they're rappers. Not a lot of people can collab and do both. And my family really, really, really like likes that I can uh, try different things. And I'm very experimental. And, uh, yeah, that's basically that. And then the, for friends, um, I really haven't had a friend where I live that likes what I'm doing. They're more or less hating what I'm doing. And so I really don't have any input on that. But I really do have a true friend down here. His name is Adam. And he really supports on what I'm doing. And he really looks after me. And I invite him over every now and then. We, you know, drink it up and have coffee and, you know, and we sit in a studio and he plays guitar. He sings. He's in choir. Oh, nice. And so I really, really, you know, he's a friend I can really look after and know that I uh, have a, somebody here I can know that supports me and loves what I'm doing. That's good. Well, shout out to Adam. <laughs> yes. Big shout out to Adam. Um, so let's discuss a bit about how the media influenced uh, your music. Um, the media, you know, I was just browsing different Instagram pages, watching random artists on YouTube. And, you know, a lot of this growing up, I was watching a lot of artists talk about, oh, like, hey, man, I just went down for this gun charge. I'm on Fox News and this and that. You know, and that's the kind of music I grew up with of like people dying and like I listen to this artist and boom, he gets shot the next day. And like, you know, that's kind of what I grew up. But now, like today, you know, I've kind of stepped back from all that and I've been kind of listening to the artists who really bring their heart into their music and share on how they, you know, down the road, they got in a car accident and they rap about that and they rap mm -hmm. about their father and passing and this and that you know i really like them artists that really bring their life into their music and that's what i uh kind of network with now is i kind of go to artists that really uh, bring their heart into their music i don't really hit up artists that are talking about shooting up this property and this property and shooting him and that and this you know, I really like them artists that bring their heart into music. And that's kind of where I'm at with the media is I'm kind of not, I'm not necessarily like hitting up just those artists. I, yes, I am working with a lot of artists, but um, yeah, I'm just, that's kind of so how media. You're promoting yourself solely on Instagram or you have others like platforms where you promote your music? Uh, um, mainly Instagram. I do a little bit of Twitter, Snapchat. Um, I'm on all platforms. Um, I don't have a whole lot on all platforms. Once this EP drops, I have that EP on platforms so people can look at that. But yeah, I'm, I, I mainly just Instagram. Okay. And now, do you think that if you were to start putting yourself in this new TikTok era. I call it TikTok era because it's so popular right now. Do you think you would fit in or you think it's not your genre and your way of style? I recently just got on TikTok and oh. I don't make I don't make TikToks. I just post little snippets of like unreleased stuff to see what people think of it. Okay. And I've only done that once and I don't really have a whole lot of followers. I just started it. So I have like six followers, but like, 
I don't think I don't I might use it, but I'm not totally sure if I want to like use it or not. You know, I'm still kind of debating on whether I want that TikTok era or I want to just stay on Instagram and promote my stuff that way. Like I've had a lot of people. Sorry, go ahead. I've had a lot of people hit me up on Instagram saying, hey, promote your stuff on this and that page. And but they make you like pay. And I'm not all about paying to promote my stuff. It comes naturally and I shouldn't have to like pay to get 7,000 new followers. You know, I, I like the natural, like mm-hmm, I'm going to post that out there, you know, whatever likes I get, I get, and it grows over time. And that's yeah. kind of the way I look at it. It's because I feel like in the States, TikTok is so much more popular than in Canada. Like you'll find kids doing TikToks in the middle of the streets. Now it's getting more popular in Canada, but it, it popped off first in the US. So maybe um you would probably look for posting sounds and not specifically videos because i know that a lot of artists post sounds and these songs become popular right yeah and that's that's kind of what i did for my first post on tiktok is i posted a little bit of uh, a sound to one of my songs and Mm -hmm. i got a few comments back you know people liked it but I really haven't posted anything else. I literally have one post on TikTok and it has like six views. And so they're all good views. They all commented back. But like, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to follow through with TikTok. I'm okay. more or less like, you know, generic Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I am on Facebook. I do promote through Facebook as well. I totally forgot about Facebook. I do have a mm-hmm. Facebook. I promote through that. Um, but yeah. Well, we're, we're still... Uh... We're still the other generation. Well, we're kind of the 90. You're born in the 90s too, right? You're 98, 97? Uh, 2000, 2001. You're in 2001. You're born in 2001. I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, so you're just starting off. Yeah, I'm 19, cool. so. Oh, we'll see. Uh, 22, 23, uh, you'll probably be uh, famous. Yeah, I'm hoping. That's my goal, so. Okay, that's great. So do you have a last word that you want to tell the audience? Um, never give up, you know, stay true, stay positive, be yourself. Nobody likes when you're somebody else, you're trying to act like somebody else. Always be yourself. Like be you and never give up. Like a lot of these a lot of these underground artists, they give up when somebody's hating. You know, I've put that hate aside. Fuck those haters. Like be yourself, be you, do what you love and never give up is what I have for the audience. And, and that's, yeah, that's that. Well, thank you, C-Clip, for joining of us course. today. Of course.